This is the Your Dream or Mine podcast, the place to be if you want to be inspired, encouraged, uplifted and captivated by the stories of others who have been brave enough to vocalise their dreams and then do the work to achieve them. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, a coach and fellow dreamer who has made her dreams come true and can help you to do the same. Listen each week as I share with you tales of dreams achieved both by my guests and by me. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with me, your host, Laura Cruz. So how's your week been? It's great to be back here on another solo episode. How did you enjoy last week's episode with uh, Lucinda Gittings, who set up a clothes shop? in uh or boutique should i say in lockdown i hope you enjoyed it if you did enjoy it please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and leave a review so what do i want to talk to you about today well i want to tell you about why it's good to be a dreamer one of the reasons that i wanted to start my podcast was because i felt that it was a really unique and strong way for me to use my voice and to share my thoughts with a much wider audience. I'm quite new to the world of podcasting. I only started listening to them a few years ago. And uh, I love that thought that what people say can be listened to when you're in the car, when you're um, out for a walk, when you're doing some jobs, you know, when you're cooking, whatever it is, I think is a really great way to get your message across um, to your audience. And I think it's a brilliant way for an audience to listen to a a real kind of variety of subjects and to really um, explore lots of different areas. So I think it's fascinating, um, the whole kind of podcast thing. And uh, my husband was really into podcasts for many years and I just could never really understand what he was talking about. So I'm really pretty late to the party. But since I launched my podcast on the 5th of February, I've had nearly 200 listens of the four episodes that have already gone out. So I'm feeling pretty good and pretty positive about how the podcast is going. Of course, the more people that listen to it, the more I get to share my story. I get to share my thoughts. I get to share my inspiration. Um, And the way to do that is for you to subscribe and to tell others about um, the podcast. So if you would love to do that for me, Um, if you would like to do that for me, I'd be super grateful. So today's episode then, why it's good to be a dreamer. You might think that's quite a strange thing to talk about, but it's really, really important to me. My whole niche as a coach is about how I can help my clients to really identify the dreams that they hold in their hearts, perhaps in their minds, um, and what they want to do with their life in what I call part two. So what do I mean by part two? Well, I think for women in particular, and uh, I say that, and it's not that what I'm talking about doesn't apply to men, but I can only speak for what it's like to be a woman. And I think often as women, we um, we get to put our, we put our dreams on hold because life takes over, there's stuff going on and we don't kind of explore what it is to really think about our dreams. So my great passion is how I can help my clients to really start to explore what it is that they'd like to do with their life in part two. And that might be post-relationship, 
post-children, post-career number one, post-life change, post-circumstance change. Could be anything. It doesn't matter what it is and it doesn't matter what the dream is. It's just about how, as an individual, you allow yourself to really explore what it is that you uh, that you really dream about. So when you are a coach and when you work with clients, invariably your ideal client is a version of you. And my ideal client is absolutely a version of me. Somebody who at 38 had to kind of rewrite the story of their life, change um, plans that they thought that were kind of quite set in stone and how I managed to change my life completely in the last eight years really through the power of kind of identifying the things that I wanted to go for, um, allowing myself to dream, identifying those those kind of goals, those dreams, that plan, and then taking steps to actually achieve it. I'm still dreaming now, eight years on, about all the things that I want to do, and I've got no intention of stopping anytime soon. So, if you know me in real life, you'll know that I'm a really driven individual who absolutely will keep going and will keep pushing forward, thinking up new things that they want to do. Actually, my nickname many years ago was uh, was Project Woman. And uh, perhaps that says something about me and how I kind of am quite goal driven, quite goal oriented in terms of identifying something that I want to go for and then achieving it. And then when I've achieved it, moving on to the next thing. That's really funny because I haven't thought about being project woman for years. It was actually something my ex-husband used to call me. That's made me laugh um, because I was project woman when it was about kind of getting married and then it was about moving house and then we moved house again and then it was about having children and maybe having the next one and then moving house again. We moved house a lot, moved countries, moved house a lot. So, uh, yeah, that's made me chuckle thinking that I'm project woman. But now I'm project um, and dream woman. So let's think about our dreams then and think back to when you were a little girl or a little boy and your mum or dad would ask you, what would you like to do when you grow up? Now, if you were ever asked that question, I'm sure that whatever you said, no matter what the uh, what the response was, your parents or your grandparents or whoever you were talking to, um, received that that response with positivity, with support, with encouragement, with a real sense of, yes, of course, darling, you can achieve that. Um, and this came into my mind earlier because I've got a little note up in my bedroom and it's something that my youngest son said to me when he was about five. He said, mummy, when I grow up, I want to be either an anaconda or a dinosaur. And I just thought it was so wonderful. He'd absolutely kill me if he was listening to this. But I thought it was such a wonderful thing for a five-year-old to uh, to think. Now, when he said to me that he wanted to be an anaconda or a dinosaur, clearly neither of those things was going to come true. But what do you think I said to him? Do you think I said, uh, that's actually never going to happen and you need to get a different dream? I just laughed and said, oh, you are funny. And uh, what a brilliant kind of... Um, ambition to have and I just thought it was super cute and decided I'd make a note of it so I could remember it for years to come he'll have forgotten and like I said he'll be really embarrassed by that but when you're a child and you want to do things nobody says that you can't do they 
if you're anything like uh, like me as a parent or my parents with me, they always said there's no such word as can't. And if you want to do something, if you set your mind to it, you can absolutely achieve it. So bearing that in mind, it was quite interesting when uh, when said the same son was saying something to his older brother recently. And his older brother said to him, oh, you'll never make it as um, a footballer because there's loads of other footballers out there. So why would you be able to make it um, when there's already loads of footballers? And it made me quite cross inside because I felt like my older son was crushing any any thoughts in my younger son about what he can do with his life. So his, his older brother's saying, oh, well, you'll never be a footballer. And you know what? He might never be a footballer. I don't know much about football. I'm still kind of, I'm the mum on the sidelines that doesn't know much. But to to have his older brother tell him that he'll never make it is a bit crushing. So I said to, uh, I said to my eldest son, please don't, please don't talk like that to him. If that's what he wants to do, then he has to have the capacity and have the space to dream that he can do that. And it's really interesting because that shows how my now 17 year old feels about things compared to my 12 year old who still has and should still have great dreams about what he wants to do. It's almost like as we get older, as we come out of childhood and become a teenager and then become an adult, it's almost as if there's a switch somewhere that goes from you can do anything that you like and that suddenly that changes to have you know you have to stop being a dreamer you've got to get serious you've got to get focused stop dreaming and kind of get real and I just don't know where that where that is that shift but it's really sad because almost what we're telling our our teenagers um, or our young adults in our life is that you know dreams are only for smaller children and when you get older you can't have those dreams anymore. And I think that's desperately sad. Really, really sad and such a shame that we kind of stop. We put a, the kibosh on any any thoughts of dreams. So I'd be interested to know if you're listening to this, when you think that switch takes place. Because I think it probably is around kind of when, you, when you're on the cusp of adulthood, like in your late teens. If I think about my ideal client, then if I think about women and the women that I work with, often the reason that they stop dreaming is because of circumstance. So if you are um, a mother, if you are in a relationship, if you have commitments like a mortgage, like rent, um, if you have those great big responsibilities, it suddenly feels like you can't spend any time thinking about yourself because there's something around it being quite selfish. I think there's also something around um, almost being risk averse by the time we've got children and by the time we become that kind of responsible parent, it's as if we have to put aside any any hopes and dreams that we have for ourselves because we must place all of our hopes and dreams now into our children. And whilst as a mum, I think it's really important that I support my children in their own hopes and dreams. I certainly haven't given up on my own. You can tell that by what I'm saying in this podcast. My hopes and dreams are just as important as my children's. And actually, as my children kind of progress through teenager, the teenage years and become adults, they'll go off and do their own thing. And if I've forgotten about myself in terms of my hopes and dreams, I'll have got so out of the habit that by the time they leave home, whenever that is, um, 
I won't even be looking to do anything for myself. And by that point, I might be thinking, oh, well, it's a bit late now. You know, I'm too old. I'm too tired, et cetera, et cetera. So because we have this this kind of responsibility in our lives, you know, we have a regular income through a salary job. We have children. We have a mortgage. We have bills to pay. It it feels like there's less opportunity to take a risk. And sometimes the dreams that we have are about taking risk. Not always, but sometimes they're about risk. If you think about me leaving a stable, very good job with a salary, with a pension, with a company car, with private medical, with lots of perks. I mean, I worked for a pub company. It was amazing, like amazing food at work all the time and fantastic discount for when I went to eat in there. Um, in one of the pubs when I wasn't at work. So loads of brilliant, brilliant things that I got through being a salaried employee. But that didn't stop me dreaming about working for myself and having the power and the freedom to get out there and do my own thing. I really wanted to explore what it was like to work for myself. And I was willing to start doing the work to plan how to kind of plan my escape, if that makes sense, or plan my exit so that I could go out and be my own boss and work for myself. It took real guts, I'm telling you now, it took real guts. So if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, I couldn't possibly do that, that won't work for me, it absolutely can work for you. No matter what your dream is, you need to allow yourself the space to get out there and really explore um, what it is that you want to do. Allow your mind to wander. We get so bogged down with real life, with, um, with, you know, routine, with bills, with, um, shopping, with cooking, with raising our children, with all sorts of things like that. We forget what it is to actually really explore what we want to do, to allow ourselves to dream, to allow ourselves to think outside of our current situation, to really reflect on what makes us happy, what makes us kind of excited as an individual, what lights us up inside. If we don't spend that time thinking, exploring, reflecting, evaluating, identifying, I think we get a little bit we get a little bit switched off inside and I would hate that to happen to you. So one of the things that has really helped me to help my clients is the dream model that I created. And what's so powerful about a model is it allows you to get a framework to start shaping your thoughts. Now, if you've not heard of a model before, it's just simply a way to um, to get some structure into your thoughts. So instead of just going, what's my dream? Oh, I'm not sure what it is. The model allows you to really take that apart into individual steps and look at what your dream is, why it's important to you, um, why you're passionate about it, what that dream could be, all of those things. So the model is a perfect place to start to get you thinking on that kind of road to um, exploring your dreams. So it's a super model. It's one that I've created. It's really powerful. It's one that I've been using in my Follow Your Dreams with Laura Cruz coaching program. Absolutely brilliant. And if something like that sounds like it would help you, then 
definitely click the link in the show notes and you can get your hands on my freebie related to the dream model and maybe think about um, signing up to the waitlist for my Follow Your Dreams with Laura Cruz coaching program, which kicks off again in April. Remember that with your dreams, they don't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to make a massive life shift. Maybe one of your dreams is to um, achieve a kind of sporting feat. You know, maybe maybe it's running a half marathon. Maybe it's running a marathon. Maybe it's um, competing in a triathlon, you know, when we're allowed to, when the world opens up. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. But if you can identify something that lights you up inside, that makes you feel amazing, that connects to the magic and you can articulate what that magic is, then honestly, you will feel absolutely brilliant about yourself and about fulfilling your dreams. And that, my friend, is what it's all about. Your dreams keep you alive. So I hope that that's spurred you on to get you thinking about your own dreams and what you might like to do. Think about what you might want to do with yourself when the world opens up. We've got the roadmap now to opening the world up June the 21st. So what would that look like for you? And what might you like to do with your dreams when you're able to? I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please leave me a review and let me know how you got on with it. Also, let me know what you think when that switches, when you have to stop dreaming and start getting real. I'd like to move that around. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. Don't forget to come and find me on social media to see if I can help you to pursue your own dreams.